who walked into the studio just now, the man himself. I've mentioned him about 20 times already this morning because of his epic interview he had on his show on Sunday morning, Catch Round Table with Governor Kathy Hochul. I told you he does two great shows on this station, weekdays, 5 to 6, uh, Katz and Cosby. And again, that great Sunday morning show at 8 o'clock, Catch Round Table, happens to be the owner and operator of this station, Red Apple, and just one of the nicest, most decent men you'll ever meet. And he's getting texts, like I am, from people who are upset. They're not in page 24 of today's New York Post. My good buddy John Katzmatidis. Good morning, John. Well, I had dinner with Dr. Siegel on, on Saturday night, and he and he saw the preview of the uh, of the uh, New, York, New York Post ad. He says, my picture's not there. <laughs> He was very upset. <laughs> he was actually upset last Friday because we had to move him because he called and it was a, the segment was coming to an end. I said, Siegel, I want to give you your full 10 minutes. So he got upset. He goes, I feel like you don't love me anymore. And then Kimberly Guilfoyle, because Lara, Pipko, and Donald Trump are all in there. And now Rudy Giuliani's upset, isn't he, John? Rudy sent me a text at 6.30 this morning. He says, I'm not in there. <laughs> he was in the last three I months. Know, you know what I said to Rudy? I said, Rudy, it was six picks. <laughs> As a matter of fact, you got uh, you got with little Jimmy, uh, and uh, Jimmy does the uh, the, I love uh, the, the, uh, the post ad, and uh, you got your choice of who you want on there. That's true. Rudy was on the last three you months. You still got Eric Adams on that. I notice. still kept him, yes. There's 18 pictures. Not a lot, and it's a lot of 18? folks. That's only eighteen. So we're going to call him Sid's eighteen from now on. <laughs> I think so. Well, there's four. If you never... can't make the top eighteen, you're, you're nobody, trouble. right? And how, the... how, does, how did you sing it? You're nobody <laughs> till somebody <laughs> till Sydney loves you. <laughs> They're going to change the word. I like that. Yeah, the... you're nobody till Sydney loves that's you. It. There's four that'll never change, and that's you, John Trump, O'Reilly, and my mother Naomi. Those four are in for life. The other 14 up for grabs. I heard Trump did a good job in uh, in Las Vegas this oh, week. Oh, he did a great job. Roger Stone flew out with him. Oh, Roger's, no, you, Roger's somebody, doing a great Mike job Savage on Sundays. Mike Savage texts me and says, uh, Roger Stone did a lousy uh, job. I said, he was traveling with Trump in Las Vegas, and he had to do that show last minute. Oh, you mean the Sunday show? Yeah. Because he's been great. He's been great on Sundays. He's been great. Yeah, he's, he's great. terrific. So talking about Sundays and Roger Stone, you had a big show yesterday. And uh, you brought on the governor, and uh, she actually uh, blamed, I, I told you this, uh, Cuomo, when I had the phone conversation with Andrew, he didn't want to talk about bail reform because he said to me, he said, I don't really want to throw Hochul under the bus. Well, it didn't seem like yesterday Hochul cared about throwing him under the bus because that's exactly what she did, John. You, you know my policy, uh, Sid. I let everybody do the talking and when there was one point uh, where the governor I didn't agree with, I was very nice. And you know what I said? I said, Governor, your advisors around you are not telling you the truth. I heard that. Was was that the right way to say it? You I said mean, it you, perfectly. You, look, the, a governor is the governor. I have a lot of respect for She's a tough Irish girl. She's really tough Irish girl. And, and she really wants to do the job. Between me and you, I think she really wants to do the job. I think she is being hogtied by the uh, State Assembly and the State Senate. And when I said to her, I did say to her that we have 51 seats out of 51 coming due in the city council this November, and we're declaring war. If you don't have want peace and tranquility in our city, and if you don't want X, Y, Z, and you know what she said? 
I support you 100%. Well, she has been doing stuff. But she all, wants to do the job. Yeah, she has been. She did try to but change bail reform. She did. Didn't get a lot done, but she tried. We, it's not her fault. Let's go after the socialists, the people that that wanted they, they want to destroy our city. You know how bad San Francisco is? Horrible. They're down to 31%. Chicago is down to 50%. Baltimore, they're going to roll up the sidewalks in Baltimore. Yeah. Philadelphia, I talked to my friend, Governor Rendell, Eddie Rendell. He, you know, he's a good guy. I love it. And, and he, he's crying about what's going on in Philadelphia. When, you know, and you know what I said to Eric Adams? When he first got elected, I said to him, I said, Eric Adams, you do a good job for New York, and you're, you're a, a black mayor, a next cop. People want you to succeed. They want you to succeed. You want him to succeed. Of course I do. And you know what I said to him? Provide the leadership to the other Democratic cities. Enough is enough. Well, you said on this show, I'll never forget, you were, uh, you were filling in for me. You were on with me, actually, and you had the mayor on. And you basically said, as Joe Biden gets set to meet with King Charles at the Windsor Palace in England today, you basically said, you can be the king. You can have it all. Yeah. You make it work here. You can have it all. Now, the truth is, as much as you like him, and I, there were days I like him, a lot of days I, I don't. I want him to he's succeed, not, but, but he's not going to succeed. But we're not going the right direction. There we're still, we're, we're still, when, you know, we're not going the right direction yet. And, um, but we have no choice. What choice did you have with de Blasio for eight years? Well, that was the point I made last week, though. When, when Bill de Blasio was failing the city, like John. It. Bill de Blasio is a very nice guy. I don't know him personally. but no, I do. But He's people, a very nice guy, but, he, you know, he just. He was terrible. Yeah. But people weren't telling me when I was criticizing de Blasio, John, hey, he's all we've got. They were okay with that. For some reason with Adams, maybe because God appointed him, people get very upset. Well, you know something? We're on the verge of losing the city. Uh, Manhattan. You you know, we go up and down the streets. Half the stores are empty. Uh, half the stores are not coming in. Uh, uh, when I talk to uh, Governor Murphy, and he might be on this week with me, uh, he uh, he plans to sue uh, New York State for, for this congestion price. Yeah, yeah. Because you know what's going to happen? They're going to – how do you say it in Brooklyn? They're going to glom the money. <laughs> they're they're going to take the congestion pricing and, and glom it and say, oh, we're going to use it. We're going to use it someplace else. Yeah, it's BS. Yeah, it's Kathy a lot of Hochul, crap. Hochul actually made the I, point this friend, morning. What was his name? You don't have that, that clip. Which one? It's a lot of crap. <laughs> well, you got a slow old board operator. I don't, think, I don't think we have a lot of crap that uh, particular okay. time. But but Hochul did make it a point this yeah. morning to say she's still good friends with Phil Murphy, even though they do disagree on the congestion pricing issue. But they're still good friends, uh, the governor of New York. Well, New they, they're always going to say that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they're always yeah. going to say that. But, uh... but I do want to ask you about the economy. I was watching uh, my friend Chuck Todd. He's running out of Sundays on Meet the Press. And thank God, I love Chuck personally. But it shows a disaster. And he was talking about... Bidenomics. Joe Biden has made the point the last couple of days that his economy is working. The problem is, and Eric Adams says the same thing, it's the media that doesn't give the real information. He's saying, look, unemployment's down, and you've got inflation now down to about 4%. It's working. The United States is the greatest country in the world. We don't want a recession. But Chairman Powell, if he doesn't lower interest rates, I mean, they all say, raise them, raise them, raise them. Lower the interest rates because the banks have the the banks are in trouble. The banks 
worry about their own existence, and they're not lending money out in, in real estate. They're not lending out money. I mean, they'll renew your loan under the policy. Oh, we'll renew your loan. We might attach your left testicle to your right ear a little bit, but we're going to renew your loan. Well, I'm glad you said that because Chuck Todd said to Phil Murphy, he said, I don't understand. Yes, inflation has gone down from 8% to just over 4%, but interest rates, John, to your point, are going through the roof. And Phil they Murphy said they have no choice. They have a choice. They have a choice. The economy could go... The United States, we want a great economy, and it could be a great economy again, but but the power, I don't understand them. You know, he read Samuelson's uh, economic book from 50 years ago. Uh, it's different. <laughs> I mean, you have to see what's going on. Right, so you're telling me, John, that you can uh, get inflation down and improve the economy without raising interest rates. Of course you're right, but they're lying to us. What if they did this? What if they decided one morning to start being energy independent again, opening up pipelines, drilling for oil. How There's much a that war help? going on. We want, we can do it. We can bring it down to $65, $55 oil. But Russia and, and Saudi Arabia, OPEC nations, and they want to take care of themselves. They want $90 oil. For whom do the bells toll? I say let it toll for America. Yes. Because we can't lose that economic war. And every, every week, there's another country that attaches themselves to Saudi Arabia, Iran, or Russia, or China. And, you know, in Brooklyn, loan to own. You know how much money Chinese are, are lending out in Africa and South America? A ton of money. What was the old expression in Brooklyn? Loan to own. Loan to own. So the Chinese lend the money knowing that those countries can't pay it back. And then, you know what they do? They attach. Yep, yep. They attach. Yep. I mean, it's the truth. I once sent to to the World Bank president, uh, Mount Pass, and he just just retired uh, after four years. And you know what I said? I said, will the World Bank lend money to these countries to pay back the Chinese loan if they can't pay it back? And you know what he said? I can't. You know why? <laughs> why? China owns 20% of the bank. They need veto it. Yeah. They won't allow him. They won't allow the World Bank to lend money to the poor countries right. to pay back the Chinese loan without getting foreclosed on. Ay, ay, ay. They own everything. Well, listen, uh, that is the type of analysis you get every weekday afternoon at 5 to 6, Cats and Cosby, every Sunday morning at 8 o'clock with the Cats Roundtable. The man's a genius and the biggest heart in New York City. My dear friend who I love desperately, John Katzmatidis. Thank you, John. Break a leg. Thank you. John Katzmatidis.